Hello and welcome to Daily Devotions with Father's House Church. My name is Michael Collier and it is a privilege for me to share a devotion with you today as we continue our devotional series, which we've titled, Have You Received the Spirit? But this is the second part of that devotional series, which we're calling Sent Out by the Spirit. So it's all from a from the build-up to Ascension Day and Pentecost, and the title of Have You Received the Spirit comes from Paul's conversation where he asks new believers uh, on his road to Ephesus, have you received the Spirit? And so we spoke about Ascension and why it was important that Jesus went up to be at the Father and to pour out His Spirit upon all people at the day of Pentecost. And God's Spirit is still alive and active today. And so the second part of the this devotional series, we're looking at how the Spirit sends us out into the world. Last week, we spoke about Ezekiel chapter 37, the vision of the dry bones coming to form a vast, great army and the breath of God, the Spirit of God, empowering them, bringing them to life to be the people of God in the world for God. And so this week, we're looking back at John chapter 16. And why Jesus said it is better for him to go so that he can send the helper to be with us, the Holy Spirit. And he says in John chapter 16, and this is what we've been unpacking with Israel on Monday and Lloyd on Tuesday today, myself and then Madela tomorrow. Jesus says in John chapter 16 verse 7, he says it is better for him to go so that he can send the helper, the Holy Spirit. And then Jesus says, when he comes, that is the Holy Spirit, he will prove the world to be in the wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment, about sin because people do not believe in me, about righteousness because I am going to the Father where you can see me no longer, and about judgment because the prince of this world now stands condemned. What Jesus is saying in this passage is that sin is simply not believing in the one God sent, Jesus Christ. And righteousness comes simply from believing in Jesus, the one whom God sent. So it is all about the Holy Spirit revealing Jesus as Lord, the way in which we have forgiveness of sins and the way in which we have right standing with God. And then about judgment, in that the prince of this world wants us to stand condemned and judged. But it is in fact the prince of this world, that is the enemy, Satan, who is condemned by Christ, that Christ took our place on the cross to set us free from slavery to our sins so that we would be free to be the children of God. Jesus said when he proclaimed his public ministry in Luke chapter 4, he quoted from the prophet Isaiah. In Isaiah 61, he says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners. And so in this context of what does it mean that the Spirit has sent us out into the world to, to tell the world they're wrong about judgment? Well, for me, what Jesus is saying is that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. We, are no longer, we no longer stand condemned. There is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, Romans 8 says. He goes on to say, who is the one who condemns? Well, it is God who judges and he has justified us 
freely. Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus who died, more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. And so where God's Spirit comes into our lives and confirms that we are children of God, God's Spirit sets us free from a sense of slavery to our sin because Christ has taken the weight of our sin upon us, the iniquity He bore on His shoulders so that our sins would be forgiven and that we would have free and right standing with God. So firstly, the Spirit of the Lord sets us free through His Son, Jesus Christ. We are free from slavery to sin. We are free from a sense of condemnation. We are free from the need to offer more sacrifices. We need only receive the finished works of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ so that we can say it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. So we are free to live in relationship with God. We are free from sin. We are free to approach God's throne of grace with confidence because we have Jesus Christ, our great high priest, through whom we have free and uninterrupted access to God. And it is in that throne of grace and by God's spirit that he confirms that we are children of God with freedom to God. So we are free from sin. We are free to approach God confidently. And then we are free to serve others. Galatians 5 says, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then. Do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. And then it goes on to say, You were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. The greatest use of the freedom that Christ has set us free for is to have that same mission that Christ did, that the Spirit of God comes upon us so that we would proclaim freedom to others. We can go out into the world and tell others they no longer stand condemned and judged, but that God is reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. It is the prince of this world, the enemy, Satan, who stands condemned. This is what Colossians 2, verse 11 to 15 says. I'm reading from the message translation about how we come into the freedom of life and through the finished works of Jesus Christ and how the Spirit keeps us free and how we can share with others that it is not us that stands condemned anymore because of Jesus, but it is the prince of this world. It says, entering into this fullness is not something you figure out or achieve, the fullness of life in Christ. It's not a matter of being circumcised or keeping a long list of laws. No, you're already in, insiders, not through some secretive initiation rite, but rather through what Christ has already gone through for you, destroying the power of sin. If it's an initiation ritual you're after, you've already been through it by, the, by submitting to baptism. Going under the water was a burial of your old life. Coming up out of it was a resurrection. God raising you from the dead as he did Christ. When you were stuck in your old sin-dead life, you were incapable of responding to God. God brought you alive right along with Christ. Think of it. All sins forgiven, the slate wiped clean, that old arrest warrant cancelled and nailed to Christ's cross. He stripped all the spiritual tyrants in the universe of their sham authority at the cross and marched them naked through the streets. This is the proclamation of freedom that we have in Christ, 
that we are set free from sin, that we have right and free access to God, and that the sham authority that the prince of this world had that would condemn us has been marched naked through the streets by Christ. Christ's finished works of the cross has set us free. He's poured out His Spirit freely on us. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And so may we go out into the world to proclaim freedom to all the world that Christ has set us free. I pray that this encourages you today to be inspired by the Spirit, to live freely in Christ and to share that freedom with others so that all the world will know of their freedom in Christ. So today, would you be encouraged to share this message or to share the message of the good news of the gospel with others. Invite someone to friend, share the good news of Christ with others so that all the world would live in the freedom of Christ. Let's commit this to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you that he whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Thank you that you have set us free through the finished works of the cross of Jesus Christ. And thank you that you have freely poured out your Spirit on all people, that by your Spirit we can approach your throne of grace with confidence, we can stand confirmed as the children of God, and we may, by your Spirit, proclaim freedom to all the world, that you are reconciling all the world to yourself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And so we pray, Father, that we would live free and proclaim freedom, so that as Scripture says, all of creation waits in eager anticipation for the freedom and glory of the children of God to be revealed. May we live in that freedom by the power of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us for devotions today. I pray that this has been encouraging to you. Madeline will be back with devotions tomorrow morning. Enjoy the rest of your day. God bless you and goodbye.